Before we get started, we wanted to thank Matchstick Golf for being our first title sponsor. Matchstick is a custom designer of ball markers based in Portland, Oregon, that was born out of its founder getting sick and tired of trying to find cool ball markers that weren't huge, heavy poker chips that didn't cost $300 on eBay. Matchstick's markers include the one-eyed alligator from Happy Gilmore, a stack of cash that will have you putting for dough. Right now, Matchstick is offering 15% off your first order at matchstickgolf.com with the code MUNICIPALS. So head on over to matchstickgolf.com, enter municipals at checkout, tell them Big C in Ashton sent you. How hard did you push it? Till I black out? Yes. Numerous times, yes. What's happening, municipals? This is Big C. Lone, solo, today, going to be talking about Washington golf. So I thought it would be kind of a fun um, episode to talk about uh, anybody that travels I-5 from Portland to Seattle, kind of give you a guide of my favorite golf um, in that corridor and and in that area. So if you're ever driving through the area, um, these would be the courses I would recommend. There's a lot to choose from. So again, this is my opinion. This is These are the courses I really love to play. I tried to vary it a little bit in cost and um, different types of courses. So if anybody gets to play any of these, please reach out, DM love to hear uh, anybody's feedback when it comes to uh, when we do these uh, lists. So let's get right into it. So first course, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to start from Portland, head up to Seattle. So first course you kind of would run into one that I'd recommend is a course called Camas Meadows. Um, So Camas Meadows uh, meant to be a private development uh, home track kind of course Luckily for the public, it didn't because this is a really must. It's a must play. It's one of my favorite courses in the um, southern part of Washington. It's not a very walkable course, to be honest. Um, I would say definitely a Carter's course, but the shape that the that the course is in at all times is really fantastic. It's it's probably one of the better bang for your bucks that you're going to get in Southern Washington. So there really unfortunately isn't a lot of courses to choose from. A lot of them have disappeared um, or it's just kind of scarce in the area. So a lot of Southern Washington golfers out of Vancouver or Camas, you know, in those areas usually end up coming down to Portland and playing a lot of their golf because there just isn't a lot of options out there. So Camus is probably one of the best options. And again, probably an option that I drive over the, the state border to play because it is a really, really good course. It's a, you know, very challenging track. Um, 
kind of a forced landscape. So it's just kind of shoehorned right into this, this kind of tree farm. Uh, and it just feels like you're engulfed into a forest. It's really a fun, incredible track to play. And at the rate of $40 walking, which again, not a walkable course, you're probably going to end up riding 50, 55 bucks riding per person. So still under that $60 threshold, great price. I mean, you really can't, can't ask for more than that. And then probably about 30 miles north of that is going to be a call, a course called Tri-Mountain. So Tri-Mountain is, is a really cool course because it's a wide open layout. Um, in its name has a great, it has incredible views of Mount St. Helens, Adams, and Mount Hood with a wide open layout, like I was saying. And so it does not have a lot of trees on the course. It's going to be more of rolling hills with, you know, rough that's cut pretty short so balls can roll through it. So it's a very inviting course. It's not anything that you're going to have a lot of trouble on at any ability. So if you're a high handicap all the way to a scratch golfer, you're going to be able to enjoy this course because it, it kind of, you know, is a nice handshake to any type of golfer and you could, you know, stretch it out or play up tees and it's going to be fun no matter where you play. The greens are really large. You can kind of hit pin, you know, hit, um, greens and regulation fairs or fairways are wide open. I mean, it's, it's just a fun course. And at the rate that it is, it's 43 in the week, 53 in the weekend. I mean, it's really the great thing about, you know, some of these Southern Washington, you know, middle of Washington courses is there's not a lot of people that live around them. So people do have to kind of drive out of their way to play some of these courses. So, it allows them to have a more reasonable rate because that's what draws in the people to be able to drive a little bit longer to get there. And so it's, it's just, you know, I, I wouldn't say that it's the most absolute interesting track. It's, it's just kind of, you know, a really enjoyable, well-maintained, you're never going to see burnt grass out there again, really fun undulating greens they're they're gonna roll probably close to a 10 so you're gonna have uh some fun out there nothing's gonna be slow but it's not gonna be overly fast so again it's great for all handicaps so try try mountain if you're coming up the portland to seattle area especially at that rate i mean you can't really beat it there and then one course that i really love um it's it's a course called Three Rivers. So it's just north of that, again, on I-5. So all of these courses, so I don't repeat myself for you guys, are going to be pretty much right off of I-5. You won't have any issue finding them if you Google them. But Three Rivers is a really cool course, an interesting course, because it was built on the ashes of the St. Helens eruption. So what that allows the course to do is drain really well and so with it being able to drain like it does it 
for somebody that plays a lot of golf in the Pacific Northwest, courses like that to have in your back pocket are amazing because you're able to go out right after, you know, three or four days of torrential downpour and the course feels like it didn't even get rained on. It, it doesn't pool anywhere. Everything runs right off or just seeps into the actual, um, actual grass. And it just, you don't have plugs. You don't have massive beaver pelts. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a great course, not interesting. I, I will, you know, put that out there. It's straightforward, back and forth holes. The greens will challenge you. That's where I really love this course. It it has subtle undulations in the greens, but they roll quick. You're probably looking at a 10 or 11 on stint with with the um, greens at Three Rivers. It's That's what brings me back is it drains well for anybody that's a Pacific Northwest golfer, and the greens are always, always, always in good shape. They also have a grass range, which is massive. So being able to warm up on grass range or if you're local or just trying to find a driving range, driving between Seattle and Portland, it's a great place to stop. Also, the rates are ridiculous. So if you find, you know, a deal online or um, if you just call in, It'll be 25 to 40 bucks to play there weekday or weekend. But I played there with one of my buddies and I we paid $14.99 a piece to play this place. So it was, I think it ended up coming out to be $50 total per person with a cart. And I mean, man, I'll take any course that's in good shape and has really good rolling greens for that price. It, it's just, that's what you're looking for. And it's a repeatable course. It's not far from Portland. You're looking at about 30 to 40 minute drive. So it, you know, for anybody that's in Portland it, and you really want to get out and golf when it's in wet weather, that's the place to go. You know, Three Rivers, in my opinion, is probably one of the most, again, we don't like using the word gem, but it really truly is you know, a hidden gem. It's, you know, a diamond in a piece of coal because it's one of the only courses that you can play outside of Stone uh, Stone Creek in Portland that drains well enough to be able to play in the winter. So it's, it's a must-needed course to have in your back pocket if you're an avid golfer. You don't like to stop in the winter. You don't like to take that four-month four break and then restart your game in the spring. That's the course to keep going at. Three Rivers is it. Check it out. It's a must, must play. And going from there, this is a must. There's really not a lot of golf between, you know, where Kelso Longview, kind of where Three Rivers is, and then up to, you know, Olympia. So, unfortunately, I haven't played. There's a few courses out there. Not really worth mentioning, I, I hate to say, but the co- next course I would say is probably one of my favorites, probably the favorite course um, outside of one other course I'll mention at the end is a course called The Home Course. 
So the home course is is really cool because it's the um, the home of the Pacific Northwest Golf Association. It's it again one of my favorite tracks. Open layout with gorgeous views of the sound, fun greens with elevations and sloping uh sloping fairways and greens that keep you guessing over and over again what i love about this course is how the greens are built you have aprons that surround them that kind of all run off and so you get a really nice challenge if anybody's played a tom dope track especially a place like rusty canyon you really can't see where some of the greens start and the actual apron begins and so that really gives you a challenge of in your approach if you haven't played the course before, knowing where to hit it to make sure that you're staying on greens, hitting greens. So it really tricks the eye, gives you a lot of different views and different looks at it, and then allows people of all abilities or styles of playing to approach it at their own way. And creativity for me in a golf course is massive. If the guy that loves to hit it high and and drop it in or the guy that likes to bump and run it can play a course all in the same breath and still have a great time, this is the kind of course that I would recommend. And the home course has got it all. I mean, the greens are always, always, always in great shape. The course never looks bad, you know, with the Washington Golf Association and then also uh, the Pacific Northwest Golf Association home hunkered down in this golf course. They really keep this guy, you know, going. It's, in my opinion, one of the best courses that you can play in the Pacific Northwest. And I know the Northwest golf guys always hold, hold a tournament out there. You know, a lot of the people that I know go out there frequently. It is a fantastic course. And with the views, you know, on a clear day with little wind, which, again, this time of the year, a little bit tough. But, you know, coming into spring and summer, it really becomes a fantastic course uh, to visit. If you're in Seattle, it's not a lot. It's not a hard drive to get to. It's probably, you know, a perfect halfway point for anybody in Seattle. A little bit longer for guys in Portland, but it's a good kind of course to meet. If you know anybody from Seattle and you're coming from Portland, it's a perfect course to meet your buddies and play at. Um, And one thing they, they really strive on, you know, supporting the youth in golf in any course that does that really has a place in my heart. So that's one thing that I really love about the home course as well. Um, it was voted the second best golf course in Washington by golf week magazine. And I mean, that says a lot. It is still, in my opinion, probably top two and the only reason it doesn't get number one is because one of the other courses that i'm going to talk about later chambers bay takes takes number one and of course if anybody's played either one i love them both but chambers all day every day so you know that's the only reason this number two is because it's up against one of the best courses in the entire united states so you know that's 
that's one thing there. And then other than the views of the sound, it's also got a beautiful view of Mount Rainier. And so you, you can just go out there, have a peaceful walk. It's a great walkable course. Um, it's really laid out to for tournament play and for people to be able to spectate, but also be able to, you know, walk and enjoy, you know, a nice round on the sound. It's, you know, a great course must play. And the price point is absolutely spectacular. We're looking at $43 to 55 bucks to play this course. I mean, you, you just can't ask for more. It's everything about it is amazing so you have to go play the home course if you're driving between portland and seattle or if you live in either place the little bit of a drive which is about an hour and a half from portland probably an hour to an hour and a half depending on traffic from seattle it's just a must you got you got to go check it out and then one course that's really fun to talk about right next to the home course it's called eagle's pride golf course so this golf course is a military base course so one thing if anybody's played this course one thing you need to know with military base courses they're very old school they're not up with the times so you you have to actually go the old school route and give them a call and book a tee time over the phone but for 26 bucks to play it walking I mean, it's worth it. The one thing you do have to kind of, you know, be aware is a bunch of old crotchety ass ex-military guys run the pro shop and they might be, they might be the worst customer service you'll ever experience in golf ever. So just a warning, it's worth the weird, awkward time it's going to be on the phone. And you have to be very, you know, adamant about what you're looking for. When you call them, tell them the day and the time you're looking for a tea time. Tell them how many people are playing. If they don't have a time open, they'll give you an alternate time. Say yes or no, or ask them for another time. But be very, you know, straightforward with them because they'll just fucking hang up on you. They are, I'm dead ass serious. These guys are fucking assholes, to be honest. But the course is incredible to play it because it doesn't get much play. It's a military based course. So it's either ex-military or only the locals that know about it play this course. And some people just don't want to deal with them. So it doesn't get that much play. So it's always in good shape. And, you know, with the amount of rain that you get in the Pacific Northwest, it is one of the greenest courses you'll you'll ever come across. A lot of the holes are tree-lined, very tricky um, approaches on some of the holes with water in front of the greens, great bunkering. You know, it it's a really challenging, fun course. And if anybody's played military tracks, there are an incredible amount of good military golf that's open to the public that most people don't even know they have access to. You know, in San Diego, Hawaii, you know, Washington, 
all over the country, there's military bases that have courses on them. They're accessed for the public. It's just not advertised. So if you live near a military base that has a golf course, you should check it out because I'm sure if you call them and book a tee time, you, the only caveat with it is a lot of times you have to be escorted onto the base by somebody that's active on the base. So you'll get to the gate, you'll tell them you have a tea time. So you might want to plan a little extra time ahead because you might have to wait at the gate for 10, 15 minutes to get an escort to come over and drive you over to the golf course. You don't need that to leave, but to get onto the facility you need to be escorted to the place that you're wanting to go. Um, so it can, it can be a bit of a hassle. If you're looking to save some money and play a spectacular course, I would absolutely tell you to go and play um, Eagle Pride, Eagle's Pride, because it is awesome. Um, so six course that I have on the list here. One of the best courses, in my opinion, on the entire West Coast, if not in the entire United States. But again, I'm a West Coast guy. I play all my golf on the West Coast. So I really can't give, you know, a wide spectrum in that. But Chambers Bay. Anybody that's a golf fanatic knows Chambers Bay is literally one of the best courses you can, you can talk about. We all know that the PGA and the pros had some difficulties out there and they bitched and moaned about the greens and inconsistencies, yada, yada, yada. It's a link style course, motherfuckers. It's going to be inconsistent. That's how it's supposed to play. Courses set up for us opens are supposed to be challenging. It's not supposed to be easy. You're supposed to not be able to shoot shoot under on a U.S. Open layout. So saying that, it's, it's challenging as shit. It's one of the hardest courses I've ever played in my life. And I think the first time I played it, I shot a 92. And for me, that's that's very rare that I shoot in the 90s at all. So... You know, other than shooting in the high 80s, it's very rare for me to shoot, you know, in high 80s or high 90s. And to shoot that, it it just beat the living shit out of me. And it makes you want to come back because shooting that high and knowing the mistakes you made and being the first time that you see that course, it makes you want to come back over and over again. And a good course makes you want to do that. So Chambers Bay, just a little back history, was the host of the 2010 USAM, 2015 US Open, 2021 USAM four ball, and will host the 2022 US Women's Am. It is a true muni in all aspects, designed by Robert Trent Jones II. As links as it gets on the West Coast, like I was saying, other than outside of Bandon. So, you know, Bandon is probably the most link style property you're going to see. Chambers Bay is as close as you possibly can get to Bandon. It 
might be even more linksy than some of the Bandon courses. It has some of the best rolling dune terrain that you're going to see in the Pacific Northwest. It's unmatched. It really is. It's a true test of golf and endurance because it is a full walk. If you're not ready for it, it's going to bite you in the ass because it is not an easy walk. There were people, spectators out there that were breaking ankles during the U.S. Open. It is it is a devastating walk. And with the train running along the course and the views of the sound, this this place is just magical. It really is. So if you're ever in the area, Chambers Bay is a must, must play. My opinion, more playable course that you're going to love to go back to over and over again is the home course. But Chambers Bay is a must play if you're ever in the area because of the lore, what's happened there, what it is. And it being a true muni owned by um, the city, it is, it's just awesome in the conditions that you're going to get out there. And then right next to Chambers Bay is this kind of cool little course called Allen Moore. So Allen Moore Golf Course was built in the 1930s. It's a very old track. It shows its age, but it's aged extremely well. It's like a fine wine that you pop the cork, you're glad that it doesn't smell like vinegar, and it tastes amazing. That's kind of Alan Moore. It's just a good, good, old, you know, bottle of wine that's aged very well, has good body, you know, really, really has those flavor and textures that you're looking for. It's, it's just there. And it opened in 1931. Um, What's cool about it is they tore down over 2,000 trees that they had to take down for this place. And the way they got rid of the stumps by was by dynamite. So they legitimately, two truckloads of dynamite blew out these fucking stumps to be able to make way for them to build this course. It was kind of fucking ballsy nuts at the time but it it worked it turns out to be a wonderful layout um and how they were able to get a routing in the 1930s with all those trees in the way with no topo maps or overhead views or anything like that is crazy to me so being able to lay out a course and not actually seeing the course in its entirety with the property that you're in and still coming up with the design that you come up with is awesome. And one cool aspect of it too, Ray Ball, son of John Ball, who has designed other courses uh, in the Pacific Northwest, was a really well-known pro golfer in the Pacific Northwest and was just given the task to design this course because he's designed a few with his father. And he did a great job for what I would consider more of an amateur, you know, architect, pro golfer, knowing what golfers want, you really get that in the course. And it really makes it fun to go out, great tests. 
you just got to check it out. And for 37 bucks in the weekday, 42 on the weekend, you know, again, that's the price range that we're all looking for. 40 to 60 bucks on average is what is up. So you got to check out Alan Moore. Wonderful track to check out. Then we keep going up north. Um, one course that my brother actually introduced me to when I uh, visited him in Seattle when I was living in the Bay Area, and something that I've been back to multiple times since is the golf club at Newcastle. So it's two amazing 18-hole tracks, Coal Creek and China Creek, atop a gorgeous lookover of Seattle, downtown proper, skyline, and the Puget Sound. I mean, when I say atop a hill, it's more of a mountain. And how high you are in elevation to the city line of Seattle and the Puget Sound and Mount Rainier, it's, I mean, it's chef's kiss. It, the, the clubhouse looks like a fucking castle when you drive up to it. Everybody knows how much I love a peekaboo. And Newcastle gives you multiple peekaboos when you come in of both courses. China Creek is a little bit more, I wouldn't call it subdivision golf, but it definitely has houses on the course, which you don't see as much on Coal Creek. Um, China Creek would be considered the lesser of the two courses. Um, and they do price it that way. I will say Newcastle is probably the most ex- one of the most expensive outside of of Chambers Bay. And Chambers, again, I forgot to mention, is ninety to one hundred and seventy dollars. Um, you're paying what you're getting for with there, and that's kind of the same with Newcastle. You know, with the amenities that you have there, you know, with the views and the meticulously kept 36 holes of golf that you're able to get at this, you know, on this property, you know, the the price might warrant it. It is a little high. So if you're looking to save some money, Newcastle probably isn't the way to go. But China Creek is 95 on the weekdays, 127 on the weekends. So again, on the pricier side, especially if you're a budget friendly kind of guy, this might be a special treat that you that you go and, and play. I don't know if they do a 36 hole discount if you're if you're playing Coal Creek and China Creek, it'd be something I would probably, you know, call the club pro shop and see if they do have any deals like that. But that would be something I would definitely check out. So one thing that I would say, both courses pack a punch. Coal Creek is going to be a little bit more of, of a challenge. It's what they consider their tournament championship style course. Um, but be ready for a hike if you're if you're walking. Both courses, it literally they're built on this on a fucking mountain. So there's a lot of undulation, a good amount of space in between the holes which, you know, is is what they had to do to create, you know, the type of golf course on such, you know, sloped terrain. 
but they did such a great job where you don't feel like you have a lot of uphill, you know, crazy shots or, you know, elevated greens that are just, you know, absurd and difficult to get up to, or, you know, elevated tee boxes that just don't make sense. It, it is a well-designed 36 holes that you're going to enjoy either, you know, either China Creek or Coal Creek. And Coal Creek is a little bit, a lot more expensive. So Coal Creek is, if anybody plays in Monterey, is going to be okay with these prices. But this is much more expensive than any of the other courses that I've talked about today. And you're looking at 130 on the weekday, 178 on the weekend. So if you're local, you can get an Oki golf card or Washington Golf Association card, and they do give you much better rates. I think they're in the $90 range. So this would be considered like the Harding Park of Seattle. It's a little bit more expensive, but you're getting a lot of options. They have a great practice facility, um, a fun putting course. If you have kids, it would be a wonderful piece of property to host a wedding. It's just Everything about it is top notch. And for being a publicly accessible course, it feels like you're walking into a country club when you play this. So um, it wouldn't be much of a hoodie and jogger type situation. Just a heads up there. Um, they might turn you away. But, you know, occasionally going out, playing these courses as a treat. It's a fun, it's a great place to be. And if you're visiting Seattle and you want some of the best golf that you're going to get in the area, the golf club at Newcastle, Coal Creek, China Creek, both would be fantastic options for you. The last course that I have on the list is going to be a course called Maplewood. So Maplewood, I don't have much to talk about. It's, it's just a well-maintained City-owned Muni in Renton, Washington. Wonderful undulations, well-thought-out dog legs, and pure greens. Exactly what you're asking for with good rates. 29 bucks in the weekday, 39 bucks on the weekend. And it's in the same similar area as Newcastle. It's, it's just worth playing because if you're looking for a quick round when you're in Seattle or if... You went and played Newcastle and trying to find a a cheaper, more cost-efficient round for, you know, another round while you're in the area visiting or you're local and just trying to find a local, you know, public muni to play that's in fantastic shape. Maplewood's where, Maplewood is where it's at. So you, you definitely want to play Maplewood again. Greens aren't going to roll fantastically fast. You're probably looking at a solid nine, maybe a little slower some days, but you're never going to find, you know, a burnt out fairway. You're never going to find uneven um, tee boxes. The maintenance crew does a fantastic job out there to keep it, you know, right and tight. So, Again, if you're in the Seattle area, if you live there, you're looking for a local watering hole to play all the time, Maplewood is where it's at. All right, guys. So this has just been kind of a little walkthrough for me of my favorite, you know, nine courses on the I-5 corridor from Portland to Seattle. 
if you're ever in the area looking for courses to play or if you're planning a trip to Portland and you're driving to Seattle, this would be a wonderful, you know, little list of courses for you be for you to check out and be able to play. And you are going to have a spectacular time at any of these tracks. So get out there, hit them straight, enjoy your rounds on the I-5 corridor, Seattle to Portland. All right, fellas and ladies, have a good one. Take it easy. Later. Thank you.